they are terrifying, but they have human eyes in the movie, in the remake. They yeah, they human, ate them. They, they have, ate. They ate humans and, and got their got their powers. They're the true apex predator. Not as apex as zombies. Oh, dude. How's that? How's that for a, a goddamn zombie tiger? How's that for a segue? Huh? That's crossing the line. That's crossing the line. That mo- that, that, that was, movie crossed a lot of lines. That movie did cross a lot of lines, Dom. Holy shit. Dude. That mo- I'm not gonna lie to you. That movie stressed me out. Yeah, once we got like through the setup, and I didn't even, I didn't even hate the setup. I didn't either. It was actually a lot of it. I, I really liked. I like a, a lot of the characters in this movie are are very well done. Yeah. If not, if nothing, fun, at least fun characters, mm-hmm. right? And then you actually, you know, you got Dave Bautista and and Ella Purnell who plays his daughter, and and a couple others who are a little more like actually developed as characters. But yeah. you know, there's. The cast here is is kind of big to have like, you know, really well fleshed out development for each one. But even the ones that aren't fleshed out are very, at least fun or interesting in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the probably one of the biggest compliments I can give this movie is that I was actually interested in the characters, the whole time. I wanted I wanted them to get the two hundred million dollars and successfully make it out of Las I, Vegas okay, alive. I, I was interested in that part. I wasn't so much interested in like their success afterwards. Like I, like I didn't, I didn't care if they got the money yeah. so that they could go live like a wonderful life after they did it. I right. just wanted them to get the money because that was their goal. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like I, like I, that's what I was invested. I was invested right. in the money, not what the money could mean. Like for no, no, their no, families no. and all that. I was invested. Shit. I was invested because I was like, oh, these guys are cool. It'd be sweet if they, if they didn't all. You know, just fucking die in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. You know, dude. That sort of throat. Can I get a coffee? Um, sorry, that was random. Um, dude, my brain is. Dude, today. lately I've been struggling to find the right like coffee amount in the morning. Yeah. The other day, this was stupid. I didn't drink any. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, and I wake up oh, at four thirty, no. Gus. Dom, don't even talk to me about when so, you wake okay, up. So, okay, Gus. That, you sleep in... You, <laughs> Gus, you sleep in until 6 p.m. every day, you lazy sack of shit. You lazy bitch. <laughs> no, and then what do you do? And, and then, then what do you and do? And then what? You just go back to bed or what? <laughs> Listen, you eat dinner. You wake up and eat dinner. Wake up at dinner time, Gus. <laughs> Have you no discipline? <laughs> So this is what happened. Obviously not. I didn't drink any coffee. Okay. This is oh man, I can already. I felt feel. pretty good. Like sometimes I get up and I'm like starting my morning routine and I was feeling yeah. good. Uh huh. But then like an hour into work, I was like, fuck this. Like <laughs> I was feeling so shitty and I was I got a headache, dude, and I couldn't yeah. do anything. Here's the thing: if if caffeine is so addictive and bad for you, then how come? When I don't drink it, I get a headache. And when I do drink it, I don't get a headache. Dude, so it ever, must be good for you. It cures headaches. Have you ever had those times where you've had you've had like just one cup too much and then you're just overstimulated for like the next four hours? That was today. I was oh, like dude, I hate that feeling. I was I I told you how I drove past that dead black cat in the street. Yeah, yeah. Today yeah. I just drank so much coffee that like that shit like made me anxious. I was like, what? how did that get here? I was like so I was like jittery all day and like 
just stressed about how did that cat get there? I was like so Fuck. I was like so stressed about the littlest stuff. Oh man. All morning until about like noon. Yeah. And then it like wore off and I was like, Life's not that bad. <laughs> Dude, when I <laughs> when I get overstimulated like that, like I get I get too much caffeine in my system or like so this like this happens like after workout sometimes too. Like I yeah. just, I just like feel very active. I feel really good. I just I'm more inclined to say whatever is in my head. Yeah. And that gets that's me. bad. Yeah. Bad news. That's bad news, bears. Bad for news old, for old Gussie. Um. So, anyway, uh, we were talking about Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. We were lucky enough to see it before it comes out on Netflix. Yes. Not we, all theaters are showing it. I know. I was actually. I was actually. I really, think there's only. I think only Cinemark like, here in town is showing it. Yeah. But it, both locations, Tinseltown and Carefree, is only like 400 theaters across the. Or like, oh really? Across or 400 screens maybe even like it was yeah. very very limited. I was actually surprised. That this, I I honestly thought if we wanted to see it, we were gonna have to like go up to Denver, yeah, to see it. But yeah, they had showings, and uh, we were lucky enough to to catch a screening. And um, man, this is kind of a it's kind of it's kind of been Zack Snyder's year a little bit. Like he's uh he's now put out two movies that I have enjoyed very thoroughly, and I think most people most people have. And uh, it's kind of like a, I, I just kind of like, like a jolt his career needed almost because I feel like he really found his groove with filmmaking over the last couple years. Yeah, and like he's just found. I, I I don't even know. I feel like he just like got in his flow with this and with, um, Snyder cut. Yeah, where like both of them are projects years in the making. But he like right. he just put it all together in in mm-hmm. both of these movies, and right. especially this one. Like this one screamed Zack Snyder to me. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. In like you watch this, and we were talking about this after we saw it last night. Uh-huh. Like he always has his very distinct style that is like yes, it is okay. Zack Snyder. Right. But he also chooses like different themes, and will just like stick mm-hmm. to them. Like without wavering, right? And that's what he did with this. That's what he did mm-hmm. with, you know, he did the same thing with Watchmen, with Three Hundred, right? Where each of them are, they're all very unique. But you watch yeah. them, and you can immediately point out that it's he's, a Snyder film. He's so he's so stylistically, yeah, like in tune with his with his, you know, like his his style. Like it's like I said, you know, his style is a little bit different. Like the the choices he makes like with how he shoots a scene like whether he's using still shots or handheld or or he, he's pulling in or crash zoom what you know he he kind of picks a certain like you said kind of a certain theme with his with his visuals in each movie mm-hmm. but i've never watched a Zack Snyder movie like like it just randomly popped on and not been able to go oh that's a Zack Snyder movie like his style is so I would say varied, but also very consistent. I, w- like, I wouldn't even so, say varied. I would so just say diverse. Yes, diverse. He, like, like, there's just so many tools in his toolbox. <laughs> and this one this one in particular, because he was behind the camera shot for it. most yeah. of it. He was like, director this, of photography. He, he wrote it. Wrote it. He was behind the camera Co- shooting it. Co-wrote, directed. Directed. Um, like, I'm surprised he wasn't in this shit. It's his own original story. He yeah. co-wrote it. He directed it. 
obviously he was a producer with his wife, and yeah, he was he was a director of photography. Yeah, so and he was behind the camera for most of the movie. That's and that's crazy. A lot of directors know what they want in a shot. Right, right. But then they have someone whose sole job is to make sure the camera a, work is. good. A lot of directors could be their own DOP. Sure. Right? Um, Tarantino's done it before. He did it with um, um, uh, Death Proof, mm-hmm. and I, you know a couple other people. A couple other people have done it like early on in their careers. Yeah, it's just you know when you get to a certain level, you can get. Well, you can get uh, when you get to a certain level. When you that, get to a certain level, you have other people who do your job right, for you. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You get well. You can also hi- you also have the money to hire guys like Roger Deakins, who's right. one of you and, know, the and they're going to just kind of they'll follow your time. vision. But, right, and they'll follow your vision, but they bring something to the table. Yeah. Snyder here, though, I think because he understands like his visual style so well. To have him behind the camera, it just feels that just that much more like a a Zack Snyder movie. Yeah, just just the just that little tiny bit well, purely because he's actually behind the camera. I think he, I don't think he edited the movie. No, no, no. I Someone else edited the movie. But it's, anyway, it's cool too. Like this was this was unrelated to Dawn of the Dead, but it was like. Yes. He, he went back to the zombie genre. Right. Which a lot of people consider Dawn of the Dead his best. Like, yeah. people love, and I've never seen it, so I can't speak to it. I think I have. It was but, a long time. But I was like a sophomore. There's, like, there's people that consider that his best film ever. And, right. and this was, right. it's not related to Dawn of the Dead, but it's no. kind of it's kind of like a callback to his earlier works. It's like a spiritual kind and it's of al- it's successor. Almost, it's almost like, hey, I've still got it type thing. Oh, yeah. And he does. Yeah. He does. He, and he nailed it. I think there's so much to love about this movie. Um, we, you know, we talked a little bit about actually enjoy, like liking the characters, mm-hmm. if not for their like actual like serious moments for just their the, the the fun they have with each other. It's also pretty. It seems pretty apparent in this movie that every single actor is just having a good time. Yeah, shooting a zombie heist action thriller horror, multiple other genres in one movie that's another thing i really respected about that i really loved about this movie was how well it took so many different genres and just kind of blended them all together without feeling like there was like a jarring switch between like from like yes horror to action to heist movie to comedy the all of those elements the the comedy the the thrills the scares it all blended very blended they meshed together Really, really well throughout. I think, I think pretty much the whole movie. I never, mm-hmm. there was never a scene or a moment where I was like, "Oh, that was kind of a jarring shift from like comedy to right. horror." It just, well, it, it, was, it was just so it was, seamless. It was paced very well. Very well th- paced. Yep. I think it probably could have been fifteen minutes shorter. It was getting a little yeah. long for me there at the end. There were like but maybe, maybe I don't, and I wouldn't even say like there were full scenes that I would want to take out. Maybe right. just like kind of just. I was just up, gonna just say like that tightening up the 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 pacing between lines, just kind of compress it by like five or ten minutes, mm-hmm. especially kind of near yeah, like near the in, in the third act. I was never I was never watching a scene and being like, oh, I wish this scene was over. Right. But we got like towards the end of the movie, and I was like checking my watch. I was like, You're like yeah, like we can wrap it up. Like, close, like it's been a while. Like, it hasn't felt like two and a half hours, but yeah. like I feel like we're getting close to two and a half hours. Exactly. Like, like we have to be at this point. These scenes just kind of keep going. Speaking of <clears throat> Zack Snyder's style, I think one yeah. of the one of the coolest things that makes his 
style so unique uh-huh. is, and I actually wrote this one down, is his use of music. His, oh, yeah. So this yep. one, the entire the entire first scene, and it's also mm-hmm. kind of the introduction and the opening credits. The opening credits, like, right. Well, his opening credits tell a story, by the way. Like if, oh, yeah. When you, when you go watch this movie, like pay attention to the opening credits it, because it, it, tells it does a story so much of, setup that yeah. I don't care to hear about. Which right. is, which is, oh, yeah. it's like, that is so intriguing to me where he is, he's setting up the story with all the stuff that mm-hmm. he didn't really need to waste any time on right. while also mm-hmm. introducing the characters and doing opening credits, yeah. which most he's people like, don't do anymore. He's telling an entire movie in the opening. He's, he's telling the story of the Las Vegas zombie outbreak in the opening credits. And it's set to Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's so cool. And Set then, to the but it's like that, like that style with like this one being with Viva Las Vegas with Watchmen, Watchmen Hallelujah, Hallelujah, like that the, scene. The opening, those those um, scenes have the exact oh, yeah. same vibe, right? Oh, yeah. And then no, you're thinking of the times they are a changing. Hallelujah is when they're no both fucking, do. Yes, Hallelujah is when they're boning in the. I know, and then oh, it okay. explodes. All right, yeah, same okay. vibe though. Oh, exactly, same exact vibe. Same vibe for sure. Also, but you're right. Times they are three was that, in slow motion. That Bob Dylan in the opening yeah. of Watchmen. That's and one then, of the greatest openings of all. Because again, it's very similar. And then to this. I think with I think it tells with, so much story. Yes, in such a contained exactly, and it's just showing us again. There's no like expository dialogue. Anything. It's just these really well put together shots matched up super consistently to music, and it it, it tells like an hour worth of story in. Four minutes, mm-hmm. which I think is Zack Snyder is a a a surgeon with that kind of storytelling. Yeah, his visual storytelling, especially in moments like that, is unmatched. Well, and I think it it takes a lot of skill to be able to, like you said, tell a story in such a short amount of time. Uh-huh. But he's not like. It's it's kind of a double-edged sword because he's showing us in this intro all of the stuff that I wouldn't really care to see right. in the movie. Like, we don't need all that exposition, like, in the actual film, right? Right. But also, that four minutes is, like, very enticing, like, very fun to watch. Oh, yeah. So it's it's all the stuff that I don't really care about, but yeah. it's set in such a way that is just, like, fascinating and, right. like, so entertaining and the way that he sets up all of his characters too was like almost it was like video game esque. Like, and all the yes, action was yeah. this. This movie felt almost like a like a first person shooter. So many like moments that's did. what it, yeah. that's what it felt like. And also, that's one of that. Speaking of action, one of Zack Snyder's again, one of his biggest skills is how well he shoots action sequences. Mm-hmm. Like his work in 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 like Batman v Superman, uh, Snyder cut. Um, uh, Man of Steel, this movie, Watchmen, the way he shoots fight sequences is very kinetic while also very clear. Mm-hmm. He he's he has a very good ability at like taking wide shots with close ups, having you know very few cuts, you know between different be- between different shots and putting together an action sequence that is yeah. just there's so much energy there and you can just you can feel how well, how it, raw it is and it feels, on 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 screen it feels three dimensional i feel like with yes. i yeah. feel like with action scenes it's easy to get stuck in like 
either just the horizontal plane or just the vertical plane. Right. And he like he comes at it from all directions. Right. Where it's like it's in your face, but it's not necessarily overwhelming because it feels right. real. Because it feels real, and and there's never like a moment where you're like, "Well, how did wait? How did they get from there to there?" All yeah, of a sudden, it's never right? choppy. It's never choppy. It's very, very, very fluid. Yeah. There's a scene in particular. I, you know, I won't spoil it, like or what happened, but there's a scene in particular with Dave Dave Batista when they're in the hotel they're in, they're down in the vault, and he just man, he just goes ham on some zombies he goes wwe he goes wwe on some zombies and it is just it's so badass there are so many action moments like that in this movie that are are pretty badass but that one in particular stood out to me just because when i watched i was like man this this is just so well put together and Zack snyder does such a good job of, of putting action sequences like that together i think that we should probably talk about <clears throat> we should probably talk about um Tignataro's character. Oh yeah, not the... and not to like cut off that train of thought, but no, 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 my train of this, thought was. I over. feel like this um, added a lot of intrigue to like the characters in the movie, right? Just the way that this was shot. Mm-hmm. So as a little bit of background, Tignataro was not originally going to no. be in this movie, and right. she plays the helicopter pilot, which. Yes, th- there's actually quite a bit of depth to her character. Oh yeah, she's for what her role is, right? Um. And and I think a lot of that was her performance too. Like she added so much to this. I'm I've always like I haven't seen a ton of Tig, stuff that Tig Nataro's in, but every time I have watched her, I've always been like she's got that kind of deadpan, you know, very direct like sense of humor, very dry. Yeah. And I've it's always you know that's kind of my that's like the the kind of humor I appreciate most of the time. And I, I've always found her to be hilarious mm-hmm. in what I've seen her in. And now it's, it's been limited, but when I think she does, I think she does stand up comedy, which she does. like it yeah, shows that's her. when she's on yeah. screen. Yeah, like she, <clears throat> she acts like a comic. Yes, even, she's very even much in her roles, and it's natural. She's very like much a comic. she's very much she's not a she's not a comedic actor. She's a she's a comedian. Yes, she exactly. is a stand up comedian. Yep. What? But she does. She still does really well on screen. Right, because she's not actually on screen. On, on in, screen. she's not actually in camera. She's not. She's on she, screen, she, but she's on a screen. She's on a screen, and over. not. She's ne- she's never in camera. Let's put it from this what way. I, from what I let's put it this way. She's yeah. She watched this entire movie before she even acted a single scene. Yeah, Imagine, or recorded a single. So, she wa- bro. She watched this movie with, with another actor. With Chris D'Elia. Yes, as her. Yeah. You know, so Chris D'Elia was uh, taken off the project because of certain, I don't know exact, I think it was sexual harassment claims, multiple sexual harassment claims. That's not a quote, by the way. So he was, what's not a quote? Not Well, it's not uh, verified. Not verified. Not verified. Alleged. Well, alleged, I don't know because alleged, that's why I said listen, claims. I know nothing about it. It was yeah. There, he got in. He got. He got in trouble. He got in trouble. Big trouble. He got himself so, in trouble. Like, so I don't know. Brought, that's a, he alleged. They brought he so Snyder brought Tignataro on, but yeah, she watched the entire. Imagine watching the movie with Crystal Lee and be like, I I bet you she was just sitting there like, I wonder if he did do it. <laughs> Every scene he's in, just like, I'm gonna replace him. I wonder if he did do it, dude. Hmm. How weird? How strange would that be, though? I know. This movie was done mm-hmm. when she got her role. When Zack Snyder yeah. called her and was like, yeah, hey. 
I was actually reading. Oh, you sent that to me, or no? Maybe I read. But Tig Tig Notaro talked about how like Snyder didn't really give her any direction. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, just read the lines." And in that, do it your way. In that same article, she she said that when she was like offered it, her yeah. her agent or whoever is like in charge of her right her booking. I think or whatever. It's, I think it's an agent. Would it I, be? Yeah, whatever. Sure. I guess they like came to her, and the way like the way that this article made it sound at least was they were like, "Hey, Zack Snyder wants you for this role." Right. She took that as like, "Oh, I'm gonna go audition." Right. With right. a handful of other people, and her agent was like, "No." Zack Snyder wants you for this role. Like there, like she was his choice. Yeah, and yeah, and she, it was, that was it. There was no no casting, nothing. He's so like, she, I want you. So she got this script. Mm-hmm. This was so the production for this movie was wrapped up in 2019. Right. She got the script and recorded during COVID. Yep. So she did it all by herself. Mm-hmm. She would. The way that I understand is that she went to the studio and it was her and a green screen. <clears throat> It was that her was a, it. I think it was her a green screen and and, and like the director Snyder yeah. yeah like that was it and and so she and so so she was saying like she had no idea like where she would be as far as depth wise in the shot right she was just acting the roles and trusting that they were gonna place her where they should be and yeah she even said there was shut the fuck up shut the fuck up <laughs> she said that fuck you there Michael. was a couple times where she like just got the sense while they were filming that like she would be like blurred out in the background or yeah, like, that yeah. this would just be like an off screen type line. But like, she had no idea how she was going to fit in. Right. She watched the movie, but that only gives you so much as right. far as, it, yeah, you don't know how much they're going to take out or then what you go scene change. by scene. And she's just, she did the entire thing in front of a green screen by herself in a room. Like that's crazy. And by the way, it looked good. You really, unless you're, unless you're us and we were, we were, I was kind of looking yeah. to see if you're not looking, it is 100% seamless. Mm-hmm. I would have thought Tignataro was in every single scene she was in when yeah. they originally shot the what movie. I, what I noticed more than like, I think that her character maybe stood out a little bit, but like it was digitally added to the final cut. So what was most, mo- whoa, what was mo- most, 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 most notable, <laughs> what was most noticeable, noticeable. There you go. Thank you was scenes where there it was like a wide shot and you could see her full body because it, it didn't match it kind of looked like Crystalia's body with Tignataro's <laughs> face on his body like it may have been but i think i mean Tignataro's like kind of tall and lanky like Crystalia so they their body types actually are are pretty close to similar i so also it, noticed there were more scenes where she was by herself like there, right? Or right? But or, I think that's how it was originally shot. That maybe like, so. Like all the helicopter scenes, we'll never know. I kind of yeah. want to know. I kind of do too. I kind of want to see what it, like how did Crystalia do? I I mean I I used to listen to Crystalia a lot, and then all the stuff happened. And I kind of stopped. But I I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I very, thought I thought Tignataro's performance was great. I'm, I was I'm happy. shocked they didn't just go for, with her in the first place. for what it was like. I thought she did a great job. Oh, she does. She doesn't. Ima- she was easily one of like this. As far as like kind of more of the, the, funnier characters go, or the more like, stylistic characters go. She was for I sure. Actually, a standout. I would say. I would say she was probably my second favorite character. I would put her up there with Dave Bautista, and Ella, Ella Purnell. I'm none. Of, neither of them. Are Honestly, my, here's the thing. I, I didn't really hate any of like I, none of I these liked, characters. Uh, I watched. And I was like, what this was his name? Vanderhoe. Omari Hardwick. Oh, dude. 
He was my favorite character out of all of them. Wait, like, I, no, Omari Hardwick is Vanderhoek. He's the the guy with the the, the chainsaw. Saw. Yeah. I love that guy, dude. Whenever he pulls the saw out like out of the ground, he's like, "You ready to play?" Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. "This guy is fucking badass." He's also like a philosopher. Philosopher? Yeah, philo- He's like a philosopher. Yeah. In the movie, like, there's a scene when like they like see some dead bodies, and um, the guy who plays uh, Dieter, the German guy, mm-hmm. who also, by the way. Those two had such good chemistry together. They were hilarious. Oh, yeah. They were so funny together. But, you know, he, like, points out some dead bodies. And and Vandero, like, starts talking to us, like, what if, like, that's us in, like, a different, yeah. like, version of reality. And we're just, like, reliving this. Like, he actually, like, he, he waxes philosophical a lot in this movie. And it, yeah. it works. It's just like, he, all right, yeah, he's the philosopher. Yeah. He's the philosopher character in this group of crazy ass people. And that, that's what's cool too. Like the, this cast was like so diverse in their so background. Diverse. Yeah. And like yeah. all of them brought so much to the table and it matched mm-hmm. the characters in the movie. Like every single one of those right. characters was different. And that's why like, that's why again, to me, it felt like a, like a video game right. style because right. you could like imagine yourself, playing some zombie game and you're oh, yeah. like picking each one of those characters. They all have like their strengths and their weaknesses. Yeah, the strengths, or weaknesses, like, bio, the whole all that thing, shit. The whole like character design to me was, yeah. was beautiful. Like was I, so I, good. Loved, I loved it. Dude, you know, another, another thing that was uh, speaking kind of in, in line with characters and in, in storytelling, the world building in this movie oh, yeah. is so good. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you know, so there's a lot of, you know, the zombie I feel like the zombie genre, there's not a ton of, like, ways you can vary the story. Like, like yeah. either you have slow zombies or fast zombies. There's Smart the, zombies or dumb zombies. Smart, bo- smart zombies, dumb smart, zombies. Smart bonzies. The outbreak just started. The outbreak's two years in the, you know, yeah. was two years ago. But this movie has so, actually has, like, a lot of original, unique, interesting takes. Mm-hmm. Like, even from, like, like... The fact that the outbreak is contained to a single city. The fact that, you know, it's been like a year and normal life exists outside of that's, Las Vegas. That's what was most interesting to me. And we barely even saw that. Yeah. Like, that was oh, fascinating yeah. that they were going into this. They were going into Las Vegas uh-huh. and like they were leaving their normal lives. Also. As, as like mechanics and fry cooks. Right, and right. Like that was, life went on. And, life went on, yeah. And the fact that the money in that vault still had value like that's something that you don't see a lot in zombie movies right because they're all like end of the world like the most valuable thing is like water or gasoline like you're not gonna find you don't give a shit about you don't give a shit yeah you want bullets water and gas exactly and a car but these people were like oh zombie apocalypse let's go get the money let's go get that let's go get that bag bro it's such an interesting oh yeah and also take on the zombie genre that and uh, sentient zombies yeah the fact that uh, that might be a spoiler to say where the zombie came from. Should I? No, that's it's the opening scene. Probably don't spoil it. Yeah. Okay. But just you know, yeah, the like where the zombies come from. The fact that there's like sentient like, like, like zombies that can like think that yeah. like, like offer sacrifices and like actually like don't just eat real people. They like actually want to turn people into zombies. Like crazy like really cool interesting world building like most when you watch most zombie movies or shows now it's like all right we're i know we're gonna hit some of these beats but maybe the characters will be cool and yeah like you don't really 
get in, I was invested in the world that Zack Snyder built with like within this story. Well, it was again, actually cool. And to again, see. he told us all that we needed to know. Yes. Within that first four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Or or during the the opening credits. During the opening which credits, which is about because there's mi- like there's four like or five an, minutes. I would like, guess there's like five minute opening scene, four or five minute credits, and then and then and then we yes. go. Yes. Right. And. Like he did that brilliantly. Where, yeah. where also you're like, how did Vegas end up like this? You right. Get, and you right. get scenes of like early outbreak. You get scenes yeah. of like, I don't know, stripper zombies. It's all like, and it's all just people like military parachuting right, it. Like right. the whole thing, you where you can kind of see how it would play out over time. And we're not really told right. exactly how long it's been, but right, like you could. I don't know. He he accomplished so much in such a little time right. at the beginning that it allowed him afterwards to just really be as creative as he wanted. Yes. To spend as much time on the action as he wanted. Right. Because he got all that other stuff out of the way, but he did mm-hmm. it in such a way that like didn't leave us questioning too much. Right. Where we exactly. weren't thinking about that for the rest right. of the movie. We, we, we weren't kinda, gonna yeah. sit there and be like, Oh, how did this happen? How did, how did like how did we? We got here? what we needed yeah. and then he was like, throw you into the fire. Right. It's a very a very because um, I feel like with with zombie like zombie movies and horror in general, you can you can take the easy route and just kind of do something by the book. Yeah, it'll make its money back. It'll be no successful problem. for sure. This movie because it doesn't do that as it feels like there's it just feels so ambitious. Like it felt like such a fresh, ambitious the whole thing. There, yeah. you could you could feel that just that drive behind the the action the the, the script and the direction. The whole time, you could just feel like they were really think, trying to do something different in the with the yeah. genre, you know, the main genre, which is zombie outbreak. I think that word "fresh" is like the main. Fresh. Like that's the key. Because it was such a fresh take on the genre. It would be, and we and we've even before in movies, we've watched movies and been like on the pod. We've talked about like, yeah. oh, I feel like I've seen that before. Right, like um um the little things. Yeah perfect example yes, yes. seen that a hundred times exactly and it would have been so easy for this movie to be that yes it would have been so yeah. easy for this to be just like every other zombie movie we've seen mm-hmm. i still would have watched it probably it probably would have oh, been yeah. okay probably would have been all right but because it was so much different but uh, also again, what did we say about the little things we said it was good it was good that's all we had to say and and this movie gave us so much more than what I would have expected from yes. this genre. So much more than what I was. Yeah, my my expectation it 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 exceeded my expectations. Leo's was looking the entirety of is my he? leg right now. Yeah, <laughs> is he? My leg is soaked. Hey, buddy. Do you mind? Does it taste good? Hey, do you mind? You're not gonna bite it off, right? I love you. Oh, good job. Oh, good boy. How's his? How not to get off track, but how's his? Uh, how's his leg been? Is it healing? Okay. Not sure. Well, I mean, I took him to the vet. Is he not hot? Like, is he hobbling around still? Hobbling a lot less, but like that's good. You, he's he's still like bracing himself. Like you can he tell like, he's he kinda, like points yeah. his leg out to the side a little bit, <clears throat> and right, he like won't right. sit normal. He like sits with it like out to the side. Right. But they like he, he got his stitches out, so no more cone on the head. Oh yay! That's good. No more cone of shame. That's good, Leo. No yeah. more cone. Go get your toy. Go on. All right. What are we? I'm interested to think like you're. I'm interested to hear what you have, as far as like negatives go. I mean, I have a I have a couple. 
I feel like most of mine are kind of nitpicky. You want big or small first? Let's do big first. The big is that I thought the script was horrible. I you thought the script was I horrible. I hated the script. You thought it was horrible. Yes. I thought the dialogue, the comedy. That's it. That's it. Okay. The jokes. Yeah. The jokes were funny, but they were natural. Yeah. And like I don't, I don't. Those jokes were I'm still. Not, I'm not going to give Zack Snyder credit for the comedy because they all were, of the, no, 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 all of no, the actors. No, sorry, those were written. <laughs> Zack Snyder's not a guy that like okay except fine. for like Tig Notaro. I bet you Tig Notaro's lines fine, were fine, probably fine. very not. Then you know. Then there is the silver lining in a script that was otherwise gray. I like I, there was there was nothing in that script that interested me. I disagree. I didn't. There think was, it was. I didn't think. I thought the like the whole. I thought the whole like relationship between um, Dave Batista and his daughter like. I, don't, I thought it was boring. I like really. It seemed like the. I just was not interested in that in like his motivation and his story of like oh I thought that you hated me like that's it was stupid dude I could not stand that I I hated that script I'm not like I'm not I didn't I'm not trying to be tough on like the entire time every time there was like a line I was like oh well that was kind of dumb like I I don't know it's I didn't hate it I thought it was. I thought it was fine. It was dry. I didn't, it I was, didn't think it was. It wasn't like game it was dry changing. and it was kind of unnecessary. Like a lot of it didn't need to be said. It could have just been an action movie. Uh, I disagree because it didn't. I, add, I don't think the script added anything other than the jokes. I think the script. I think with with Dave Batista and his daughter. I think that did add a little bit. It added. She's enough. not his actual daughter. Well, I just yeah, don't know her the, name. Ella Purnell. That's the one. I only know her name because I looked it up after the movie. Um, <laughs> But I I agree with I don't I mean it wasn't like it wasn't by any means like great writing especially those moments but it didn't like it wasn't so bad that it took me out of the movie like I was still invested when those moments were happening I mean I don't think it took me out but it I don't know it was a little bit distracting for me. I didn't I see I didn't find it distracting at all I was I still don't. That's still the the script is still like a criticism I would have. Yeah. But not to the point where I'm like I I can't. I think partially I because I had was written. I think partially because I had like kind of a similar issue with like previous Zack Snyder movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To where it's it's starting to like become a theme where when I watch a Snyder movie, I'm just expecting the script to not be great and the dialogue to not be great. Right. It's that almost it, that like, it was like kind of annoying me because I was so ready for it. He spent so much time. I don't know time. if that makes sense, but I was like so prepared oh, for no, a no. bad script yeah. that when I like heard what I perceived as a bad script, yeah. I just like shut it off. He I was spends, like, I don't care. He spends so much time on visuality. Sometimes he kind of, it's like you spent, you know, this many days thinking about how you were going to shoot it. And you spent like 10 days less thinking about how you were going to write it. Yeah. And you should have added those 10 days and then just released the movie a little bit later. Sure. But again, I, the script for me was, yeah, in parts just kind of, yeah, some of the line, some of the lines were like, oh my God, I can't believe they just said that. Yeah. But for the most part, I, I didn't hate the script. I, I thought it, it did its job and it, it fulfilled the purpose for ninety percent of the runtime, yeah, and then there's just that ten percent of moments where I was like, okay, that was a little over the top or just kind of pointless or sure. dumb even. But I didn't like. I didn't hate the more serious moments. I kind of enjoyed the more serious moments. Yeah, especially because there are a lot of times where those serious moments are juxtaposed by like instantly shocking 
follow-up moments that right. actually have like a, that that have a lot of effect on the characters themselves and like how they move forward basically yeah uh, i can't really talk about them because that would, they would be very spoilery but you know i i think it was it was just enough for like those serious moments were, were just okay enough for me not to feel like i was like can we just get back to the action yeah. okay that you, know makes I mean? sense. you know what i mean yeah still not great but also not like i wasn't sitting there like i fucking hate this i was sitting there like all right I think that was that was my reaction to those moments. I was like, "Okay, that's all right." Yeah. And then we go to another scene. Like you might like, you like might have thought it could use some work, but yeah. you weren't. I was like, "Yeah, you could." It, yeah. It's, you know, it's like it's like when you get a you get an essay and you're like, "This is a B minus. It could be an A, but it's you're like you're close." Yeah. Okay. You know, you need a little more. Give it another week. B not, B minus is not close to an A. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it it's is. It's closer to a C than an A. No shit, Dom. It's still closer to an A than an F. How about that? Yeah. You're smart. Got you, bitch. You smart. Okay, so... Here's my nitpicky thing. Okay, nitpicky things. I got a little bit annoyed with, like, the camera focus, like, tricks. I don't know. It it felt kind of gimmicky sometimes because he just did it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. He used so many, like, like... Like telephoto, like lenses that give you super deep focus. So like the character is very clear, but everything around yeah. him is just super blurred out. And there were a lot of moments where there would be like two characters in a shot like that, and then he would like rack focus to one, and then like not back to the other when they start. Like there were just weird moments where things yeah. that were blurry felt like they shouldn't have well, been. Well, and a couple times where like and, things were still being said or done, and it like went blurry, like yeah. almost prematurely. Like they like focused, like the foc- the camera focused onto something else, and the scene is like, wait, we're still, we're, we're still with no, these we're still guys here. over here. We're, yeah, like, I'm still here. Well, and and he and so that's one of the things that I brought up to you afterwards too is yeah, he again is very unapologetic when he chooses a style that he wants yeah for sure he's not gonna stray away from it and nope. with, and that so with like justice league that camera trick was the crash zooms he did a ton of them yeah and it what it was like this he took that same idea and just like multiplied it by 100 and just yeah. would not stop right with the like playing with the yeah. zooms and the focuses and the, right everything about these again these camera shots that's still like you said it's that's kind of a nitpicky thing it, it never took it was just like like by the time we were like an hour and a half into the movie i was like man i feel like i've seen this hap like this weird focus thing happen like at least five times before yeah. this moment right here but I, I mean i would have to really like sit down and and watch for those moments to even think about like it, it wasn't something i was like even when I did notice it, I didn't start like actively looking for it. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't. Again, it was. It's a nitpick because it didn't really take me out of the movie. It was just one of those moments where I was sitting there and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." All right, let's. I, I think I just like I. After maybe about half an hour, I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is the thing we're doing." Okay. Right. Yeah. Like, All right. Okay. So this is a stylistic what, that, choice. That's right. how we gonna be. Zach liked it. I might not love it. But he did. So I mean, that's kind of. Yeah. I mean, all's, he, all's he does. He that's kind of how it is with like the slow mo. A lot of people yeah. don't like his use of slow motion. Right. To me, I 
I don't know. I, it doesn't bother me. I see right. it as kind of his artistic choice, and I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. If you want to add slow mo a little unnecessarily, right. it's not going to change anything. I'm I'm neither pro nor con on slow. I think he has some amazing slow mo sec- yeah, sequences, I think and so then too. he also has some slow mo sequences where I'm like, I don't really. Well, and know I think why this is necessary. I think he's very good at intercutting slow mo with real time, which yes. is like that, yeah. and that's just like interesting to watch. Right, and that they did that a lot in the introduction. Right, when they're like rotating around the characters and like flying throughout the city basically right. where it'll right. speed up and slow down and speed and like that's kind of fun oh yeah i mean Absolutely. a lot of people like nitpick his use of slow-mo but it's also like becoming a joke for him at this point yeah he's almost it's, yeah, it's, it's just like, like a, a running gag it's like a meme yeah where people like if you watch a snyder movie it's like a thing where you're gonna point like out how much slow-mo slow-mo. is in yeah, yeah how exactly. much how many minutes of slow-mo are in the Zack snyder movie yeah like how much does the slow-mo extend the runtime so what what do you have as far as negatives? I think uh, both of what you both of the both the negatives you pointed out I think are very, um, well, it's stuff that I I would be nitpicky with as mm-hmm. well. Um, I thought uh I thought the setup could have been maybe either a little shorter or just had a couple more like intriguing moments with the character like yeah it felt at times the setup felt at times over long but it also felt a little like there were certain characters i was like i want the scenes i got with those guys with this person too like for what it was it might have been a little long yeah for what it was maybe a little over long but it, it was still there's still a lot of like interesting moments in character setup in you know kind of the setup before like you get the the really good i would call it a prologue scene yeah and then you get the opening credits, and then you get the setup. I still enjoyed the setup, and I enjoyed like meeting the characters and kind of seeing where they were, and it, you know what's about to happen, what's about to go down. Um, but I just it, it felt lacking a little yeah. bit for me. Again, not again. It's still just kind of a nitpicky thing. Like I feel like when I watch Zack Snyder movies, all of my negatives are are really just like things that could be refined. I'm never. I never have a, a negative where I'm like, I fucking, I hated that. Mm-hmm. Like I actually hated that. I think part of that is because it's like we talk about his, his movies are so stylized, right. and he, like he, he, his films are more artistic than a lot of directors right. out here, and so it, it's it's kind of hard to, right. like it's hard to nitpick art. Yeah. To me, it's so very clear that he has a just a a his vision is so like it it's I never am am confused by what he's trying to accomplish with his movies. Yeah, he has such a clear vision what he wants to do with with the story, with the visuals. So that's that's why I kind of like I have a I have a lot of respect for Zack Snyder because when I watch his movies, I'm like this guy knows exactly and what he wants. And it's not overly predictable either. And he doesn't. Ever one other thing I respect is he doesn't really shoot movies for other. He shoots it yeah for him for him. For him. He shoots it the way he likes to do it, and I got I got mad respect for that. And yeah. I also just kind of happen to like most of the movies he. I think he does good movies. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I had any any like glaring, glaring negatives. Um, what did you think about? the ending i actually really i thought it was good it's been polarizing a lot of a lot of people who have seen it a lot of critics who watched it yeah. are are kind of split on the ending 
I I loved. I'm pretty sure I actually looked over at you after and I said I love that ending. <laughs> like, I did I, too. I, I thought, thought it, was, it was great. I thought it was very well done. I can understand why people might not, why might might think like oh they're just setting us up for something else. Yeah. I don't. I don't actually think that really was Zack Snyder's intent with that final scene. Yeah, I don't. I don't um, think so. Either. And I think the ending. I think the ending sh- will and should surprise a lot of people. Oh yeah, I think thematically it works too because it, it kind of it kind of ties back to what you know some of the characters talk like when I was talking about you know like how like they're like in a circle and things are just you know yeah things are just kind of repeating themselves it kind of ties into that theme that they set up earlier in the movie and i i think that's kind of a cool little like callback to that moment and the way like it connects with with the characters that are involved in the ending i i i thought it was i thought it was really well done it, yeah it th- didn't it didn't feel to me like they were just like there's a sequel coming no i didn't, didn't feel so like either. that i which didn't is, think so either which was kind of nice and I don't. I actually don't think there's a, a direct sequel in the works. I've Not heard, right now. I've heard that there are some spinoffs. There's some spinoffs, the like prequels. Um, the guy who plays Dieter, the German guy, is actually directing a prequel. I think it's called Army of Thieves. Yeah, that's what I heard too. And uh, so that'll be interesting. And then there's like an animated show that's coming out as well. I think Zack Snyder's an EP on both of those. All right, man. Let's wrap this shit up. What do you uh, What do you think in grade wise? I think you're, you go first. I think you're going to be surprised by my grade. I'm going to give it a B plus. I, I like it. Final thoughts? Any final thoughts? I, I just, again, I don't know. It, part of this has to do with just like a deep respect I have for Zack Snyder, right? Where I understand that he's a guy who is in full control of his craft and the ideas he has, and it shows on screen, and I respect the hell out of that. And I also just I happen to enjoy the story and the world building enough to the point where even with the nitpicks I had, I still am I still I want to watch. I mean, this movie drops on Netflix Friday. I will watch. It I'm going to be watching it again sure. Friday. Absolutely, That's because it has that rewatchability factor. Yes. it has so much to enjoy, and so that's yeah. I, I'd give it a definitely I'd give it a B plus. Um, I'm going to not let myself. Um, I'm not going to let myself – I'm not going to let this conversation talk me into a different grade than what I originally had going okay. into it. <laughs> I'm going to give this movie a C plus, which I think is probably maybe a little bit low. Yep. What are you, Dave Portnoy? Like I, you're not allowed to change your scores? Stop it. The pizza reviews? I'd never watch those. Fucking I, asshole. Here's, here's a hot take. Who am I kidding? I, I, I could not care less about Barstool. I – I really, I couldn't care less. Bar, anyway, Barstool. Anyway, talk to me about your grade. You got me off track. Because it is low. In my opinion. I think that as far as being a good movie, it was lacking a little bit. Okay. Like, technically speaking. Story and character development. And yeah. Like, over the course of the movie, I don't think we saw a lot of character development. Uh-huh. Like the characters didn't really change. There was there was a story arc, but not right. necessarily much difference in character arc. Yeah. Um, I thought some of it was like it was a little bit predictable with mm-hmm. like it. it, just, it uh, some of it fit the mold of like your typical heist movie, um, as far as characters go. And I think that's gonna be my biggest gripe is yeah. I wasn't I wasn't su- I liked the characters. Uh-huh. 
they were likable and it was enough for me to care about them accomplishing their goal. Right. But not enough for me to really care about the why and not enough for me to really care about, again, the story arc of each individual character. Um, and then part of that was the script like that. And I know like you probably think I'm overreacting to the script, but like that, that in and of itself was enough to lower my grade because I like, I, it was just, I couldn't get over the dialogue. Like I, I right. didn't like it at all to where it like drew, it made me care a little bit less about the story. Uh-huh. Now, see, to me, this isn't a story not to, not to, I just, just to piggyback off a point you just made to me, this isn't a story that needs character development. I think Dave Batista, the, the lead guy has good development. And I think the other characters oh, I, are I disagree with enough. that, though. I you think, disagree? I think he had bad character development because his character was written poorly. I disagree. That's fine. I know it's fine. <laughs> That's fine. But also, That's this, fine. to me, this isn't a movie that needs... I don't, want, I don't want character development in this movie. I just want characters that I can have fun with, that I recognize as, like, kind of cool people. That's it. Okay. This okay. Okay. Heist, okay. So, so let me. So, so let me. So let me. So let me finish my final thoughts. All right. Give me your final. Yeah. This movie was fun as hell. Yeah. And I loved every second of watching. Yeah. I did. But you're gonna bag it because there wasn't character development. I'm gonna. This I'm going to give this, it. I'm going to give it a lower grade because there's a lot more this that goes. A, there's this a lot isn't more a that, drama. Dom. There's a lot more that goes into a movie than just being fun to watch. Gus. I agree. So that's why I'm giving it a lower grade. I didn't say I didn't like it. I know. I just don't understand the part about not, character I don't, development. I don't, wanna, I don't want to try to compare it to our last review. We talked about Mortal Kombat as not being a great movie, but one that was super fun to watch. Yeah. Now, this was a better movie than Mortal Kombat. You gave Mortal Kombat a C+. Plus. You gave it a C+. Plus? I'm pretty sure I did. You might have given it a B-. minus. I don't think I did. I uh, we'd, have to, we'd have to check the tape. Regardless. Jamie, check... <laughs> Don't get me started on Jamie, guys. We don't have a we don't have a producer. <laughs> Who am I kidding? We, we are we the producer. We don't have a Jamie, and thank God for that. All the shit you see, we put together. The camera, the, the camera over there, we put that there. They can't see what it's on. And don't tell them. Don't tell them. It's definitely not a Christmas tree <laughs> box. <laughs> oh, there's a tree in there. There's a tree in there. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. hell yeah. You think I just have an empty Christmas tree I, box I don't know. laying around? That would make sense. That final, final thought, though. Final thought. Final though. thought. Yeah. Something that really stuck out. Like, yeah. It's, and it's like, it's exactly how I opened this uh-huh. podcast. That movie stressed me out to the max, dude. And it wasn't, like, it wasn't really scary. There were some horror elements. There were some horror elements, yeah. I wouldn't say it was scary. No. But, like, terrifying. it was nerve-wracking. Like, my heart was dude. pounding the entire time. I was, And that was part of the brilliance of Zack Snyder's directing yeah. and his camera work. Mm-hmm. Is, like, that movie was Freaky as shit. I was fucking stressed. Yes, dude. Like, I, I was, was sweating. I was very stressed. I told you, like, when we were walking out, I was like, man, I overdressed. Like, I'm, I, I had, like, yeah. a jacket. I was like, I needed to have, like, a tank top and short shorts on because I was, like, this movie. I was so sweaty. This movie is, like, God. anxiety inducing. Oh, it is anxiety it, like, to the it, max, bro. It cranks the suspense up. And it, and it's, like, it's weird because it's very, like, it's comic book-esque. It's yep. video game-esque. It's, yeah. om- it, like, parts of it because obviously there's like CG involved, but it like almost feels animated to a degree. A little bit. Yeah. But it was stressful, dude. It was, I was, yeah. Just thinking about some of the scenes, like as we're doing this review, I'm like, I just, it, it, even in my head, I'm like, fuck dude, that was intense. Yeah. Like that it, moment was it, so it, intense. That's the word. 
It was intense. And really, the, it was the, very intense. The third act does not let up on the intensity. Nope. At all. Nope. The final 40 minutes of this movie are just nonstop. Foot to the floor, 120 miles an hour. Yeah. But the first two acts still have a lot of that, too. Oh, yeah. It's just that third act. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit, it ramps up. My God. So, anyway, oh. I I loved this C-plus movie. Well, since you gave it such it. a dumb grade, you're going to take I, us out. I lo- Dude, we're both wearing fish hats. Oh, yeah, I got my pad hat on. Dude, Dude, that's a dope. That's a dope fish hat. You like that? I do like it a lot. All right, Dom. All right. Um, where can they? So listen, people. Where... Yeah, we need to have a talk. Oh, are we done? Are we done talk about like hating puppies again? We need no. Oh, okay. No, Gus. But we need. This is serious stuff, dude. I'm sorry. This is a serious business we're in. It is. That we make a lot of money off of. We. <laughs> I'm both laughing and crying. <laughs> I'm um, crying in my jorts right now. Yeah, so listen, people. I know that you know how to subscribe to shit. I know that. Everyone does. It's very easy. I know that you know how to open up Spotify or open up Apple Podcasts or open up Stitcher. It's so easy. Kids can do it. Is and, that it. And kids are stupid. No offense to you, kids. I love y'all, but... Kids shouldn't listen to this. You're not no bad language. Lots of bad pop. language, bad movies for kids. Our mouths are. Our kids mouths, shouldn't watch this movie. Our That's mouths what I think. Are toilets. Let's be honest. I would not recommend this movie for no, kids. That's my final review. This. Yeah. That's my final thought. Final thought on this movie. Kids don't watch this. <laughs> Every time I post these videos on YouTube, I'd say like, "Is this recommended for kids?" I'm like, "No, no it is. No, sure. it is not." Um. Okay. Where was I? You know how to open up YouTube. You or do. Go to Spotify. I, you do. Or go to Apple Podcasts. You know how to type in SoundCloud.com and search our podcast. Yes. It's literally the first thing that shows up on SoundCloud. Listen, go to like Google if you want to. Search FRP episode whatever. Yeah. You might have to scroll down like three or four, but you'll find us. You'll find us. We'll be there. there. We're there. I've tried it. We're there, guys. It's crazy. So open up those apps. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. We're all adults here. Subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Come on. Listen. Like, what are we doing? Be a normal guy. Be a, get a Snickers. So be a normal guy. Hey, Instagram. We're on Instagram. We're on Instagram. I just got At a notification front from underscore row media from our Instagram so, on the spot. Boom. We're on Facebook. It's like they knew what we're we were talking about. We're front row seats on Facebook. We're front row seats on YouTube. We are front row podcast on all the podcasts on all the things. podcasting platforms. Front row media. On Instagram, front yep. underscore row media. And if you want to email us, email us. Email us. DM us in Insta. DM us on Facebook. Comment on the I, YouTube I, videos. I don't, I don't care what you do, but listen. If you hate I our know sh- you if know you how. Our shit. If you hate our shit, let us know. Tell us why. And I'm not saying I'm not saying you're we'll dumb. It. I'm not no. saying you're dumb if you don't subscribe, but all I'm saying is you know how to subscribe yeah. and you're not. And you're what's not? your excuse? Where where is your finger going after you after you watch the video other than to the subscribe button? Other or or on your phone. No. Listen. This is my phone. Hello? Grandma? Hello? What are you The point is The point is Reach your full potential. Reach your and full subscribe because we're to reaching all of ours. our things. We are reaching ours, but we can't reach ours without you. We can't. It's true. And we thank you for those. Thank you. Thank you to those who have subscribed. Who yeah, have for sure. Commented, all that stuff. Who watched? Uh, not many people watch the YouTube, but a lot of people do listen to the podcast. 
Yeah. Which people, is nice. People listen to the podcast. And it's, surprisingly, it's, people listen to our SoundCloud. Like, that shocks me. Yeah. We get a, yeah, a, lot, of, a lot of traffic on our SoundCloud, which is interesting. We get random likes from people, too, sometimes. We'll also, like, our Spotify will just get random listens for shows that were, like, episode four or whatever. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, because that's know. a person who's like intaking something new and then going, I wonder what they talked about. Yeah, the uh, we've whatever. gotten better. Yeah. We've gotten better. We so. have. We are. We're 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 doing better at what we're doing now than when we started. We're doing better at what we're doing now. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Yeah. So, do you have anything? Shit, else? you you had me confused. Are, are we done? Um, are I think we, we're done. I think we're done. I, Thanks again. Listen, I think um, we're done. We'll see you uh, done next here. time. I don't know what's coming up next. Oh, probably uh, Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah, we, we're finishing up Mad Max. We got two left. Oh, we also we just dropped uh, Behind the Front Row, the first episode. Um, that one, not gonna lie. Last week, it's getting some good listens on Spotify. Is Pe- it? People I, like it so far. I think people have, people have been yeah, it's been well received. Um, it's a little new, you know. It's something we hadn't really. It's a little raw, a little raw, a little vulgar at times. A little, a little more, a little more vulgar a little more, than right. we already are right. on our normal show. But it's good stuff. If you don't, yeah. if you don't always like listening to movie podcasts, honestly, I don't blame you. Some, yeah. of, some of the movies we do are like a little off the wall, a little weird. Too. Yeah, a little, a little weird, a little crazy. Especially in the beginning, like we were just yeah, doing yeah. weird well, movies we, that. Oh, yeah, because we had to do like streamers and just random, yeah. just random. It was fun. Shit. They yeah. were good. Like we don't oh, do yeah. movies that we wouldn't recommend most of the time. Once I think we kind of got in the pocket around Halloween time when we decided okay weird random movies we need to like segment off into like their own like like front row frights halloween time you mean when we sat down and we released five podcasts in five days dude we that was wild we did so much yikes that was a long week do you remember i mean shit dude we've done we've done a lot of we've done 37 (laughs) we've done 37 shows yeah that's crazy in less than a year which i think is pretty good in when in eight months, we've done thirty-seven shows. It's pretty good, pretty and we've got more coming. We've got a whole lot more, a whole lot more coming. So we'll talk, we'll talk non-movies and behind the front row, yep. or sometimes movies. Hey, we got it. We got a BTFR episode two in the can. We can. We do. I yep. don't know when I'm going to drop it, but and that's the thing with the eventually. with the BTFR. We never know when we're going to record them, and we never yeah. know when we're going to drop them because right. it's just like. You can't you can't force it right. Can't Usually force it's it. just we're like we're like sitting down, ta- like talking about something, and one of us just hits record, and yeah, we're just kind of wait like you know we're just we're just dicking around to start the actual show. It's it's always it's always like what goes on before the show. Like yeah. I get here, you know, I got here at seven behind tonight. the front row. I got here at seven tonight, will. and we did not start recording until eight thirty because we were just fucking around right. for an hour and a half, and it's. Nine eighteen now. Yeah, I think it's time to go. I think uh, I think we Let's, did it. Yeah. Hey, we did it. Thank you again. Uh, hey. We'll see you next time. Are we cheersing? Cheers, bitch. All right, let me take these headphones off. Salud. Salud. Bonani. That's, that's something people.